Hi friends, and welcome to All The Things TV with me, Tiffany Jo Baker, where our heart is to help you grip God's grace, use your gifts, and get your goals, even in your mess and mission. Join us now for this episode of season two of the podcast, where we talk about different areas that we may be on the struggle bus, so you can struggle less and succeed more and do all the things you've been called and created to do. Hello, y'all. We are back with another episode of All The Things TV with Tiffany Jo Baker, and I'm super excited for this topic. Um, As we're continuing on with the theme of the struggle bus, I have heard from so many women um, and women with a Y who are out there know that they have a purpose from God, but in the day-to-day walking it out, we have struggles. And so this series is all about how to struggle less and succeed more. And today we're talking about a topic that I don't hear very much of um, in the counseling world, in the mental health world, in the ministry world. And that struggle is the codependency struggle. And we have to kind of learn the difference between where that crossover line is as women, as wives, as caregivers, where is that line of being nurturing and caring and where does it cross over to where it's toxic and unhealthy and a place that God does not want us to be operating in. So I'm really excited to have my friend Marissa McQuarrie here to talk to us. Hi, Marissa. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to cover this topic. It's a passion of my heart for sure. So and I think you're just perfect one to share with us today um, and just help break it down a little bit on what codependency yeah. is, how it plays out. But before we do that, if you all don't know Marissa, uh, let me tell you a little bit about her. And the way I love to intro my guests is how other people see them or experience them. And so for Marissa, her friends would say that she loves deep conversations and spiritual growth. She's adventurous, rebellious, and weird in all the best ways and makes a mean, dirty martini. Well, sounds perfect. And I'm super excited to have you here and just sharing a little bit of your road, your story, and the things you learn on the along the way. So let's start from the beginning. As far as codependency, like we, I know we've heard that word, but mm-hmm. can you really break it down? Like what is codependency? What does it look like? What's the difference between a healthy relationship and one that leans more towards codependency? Right. Well, uh, super hard to do in the time we have, but I want to keep it really simple for the ladies. Um, you're really looking for like if you tend to look to people to fulfill emotional needs for yourself, um, that is one sign that you're walking in codependency. Um, healthy relationships mean that there are two independent people that come together and they get their needs met, not solely by each other. A God should be where you're getting your needs met, uh, like emotionally for the most part, when two healthy people come together and um, respect each other and aren't looking to either have that person meet those all of those emotional needs or give that need of self-esteem then that's like a healthy relationship that's what we want but a lot of us are walking around with codependency and we're looking to either rescue people um, to um, you know we think that by over serving somebody else that they're going to love us more and approve of us more and not reject us. So there is a lot to that. So I hope that I gave you some simple basics there. Yes. I can, I can go into more depth on that, but I hope that. 
I think that is great. I think that gives us kind of a picture of what's healthy, what's not healthy. And I think even especially in the Christian world, you know, we're called to a life of service. Mm -hmm. um, give. It's better to give than to receive. And I think it can be manipulated and go to the extreme to where it's unhealthy. So I think even just having that picture of um, two independent people mm -hmm. that, you know, we have our needs, you have your needs, and we give and take. Yeah. And it, it's that healthy um, flow back and forth. Yeah. Um, so why does codependency happen? Like, what are some reasons that, that somebody may struggle with codependency? Yeah. You know, um, it sounds cliche, but it's just true. Um, you know, we all have parents. And a lot of uh, the things that we walk out in adulthood stem from those first relationships. And so we're not going to look to blame them. Um, we want to walk in forgiveness and honor and recognize that a lot of them were just doing their best and, and didn't know what they didn't know. Um, but unfortunately, it happens a lot in childhood. So it can either be parents who are overly protective and never let their kids detach and like find their way in the world. Or it can also be parents who are underprotective and actually don't um, make kids feel safe enough to detach. So like um, maybe they're not pre preparing them for future adulthood, you know, by like just thinking like, Oh, you can take care of yourself, you know? And I like to think of it as like, you know, we're called to have this intimate relationship with our Heavenly Father, who is the perfect parent. And um, as we um, think about what that relationship should look like, like it should be that he affirms our identity, that he protects us, that he provides for us. And unfortunately, just a lot of parents, especially in the 20th and 21st century that we walk through, like there's a lot of fatherlessness. There's a lot of dysfunction in the home that doesn't give us this environment that would provide real safety that would provide like adequate emotional needs being met. And so a lot of us either have one specific parent that we didn't feel connected to, or um, both were like emotionally um, not available. There's so many ways that could play out. But if you just think about you know, we're human and we're, we're being raised by other humans and there's a lot of imperfection there. Um, but a lot of it, yes, happens in childhood of uh, not having our emotional needs met or not being told that we are independent beings that have needs and given space to communicate those needs. Hmm, that so makes that makes so much sense. And I love the <clears throat> the um, how you put it, that our parents do the best they know how with what they have. And a lot of times that's a learned behavior because of something that they came out of. And I know as a parent, my heart for my kids is I just want you to be better, better than me, better than us. Like keep growing, keep learning. And I pray like, despite me and my stuff, like um, God ultimately is your heavenly father. Amen. And there's so much grace and mercy in our parenting. Mm -hmm. um, but there's also effects of nature and nurture um, mm -hmm. that does play out. Um, so I love that we're having this conversation because I think that um, it affects so many of us. I even think back to when um, 
just the thought process. I remember when um, my husband and I got engaged, yeah. and um, which was like 22 years ago, oh and we got engaged. And I remember his mom said, just in a in a question, she said, "How does Brian complete, or how does Brian complete you?" And you know that's a, that's a line in a famous movie. Right. Um, you complete me, and I yes, you complete me. And I stopped and I thought. I said, you know what? I don't think Brian completes me. I think he compliments me. Wow! So and cool. I think that's how God wants for us that we are whole in and of yes. ourselves. And then when we find our spouse, mm -hmm. it's a synergistic relationship. I yeah. call it the math of marriage. It's one times one equals yeah. one, not right. 0.5 plus 0.5 equals yeah. one. It's the mm -hmm. multiplication of marriage. So right. we have to come in whole um, in order to just live this life. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just, that can be such a struggle. So well said, Tiffany. And I know it's your anniversary of 21 years today. So like, obviously you're living that out in some way. And I know you both in little bits. So I love seeing that in real life. Like you're not perfect. He's not perfect, but you have um, got to 21 years. So well done. <laughs> Thank you. But by the grace of God. Well, as we kind of wrap up this discussion, what are some like physical, biblical truths that really mm -hmm. speak towards the value of women, the value and worth, um, so that they know that their wealth and well-being is apart from what they do in and of themselves and who God has made them. Yeah, and this is literally like I, I take people through weeks of coaching around this. So this is I'm going to do my best to be really sure. here. But, um, <laughs> I would I would challenge people with this new lens that we're talking about going back through the Bible and seeing where God doesn't affirm he, a his creation of humanity, but be specifically women. I mean, we start off in the beginning, like women are the first solution to creation's first problem. And he says like, now it's good. Hmm. Like now that she's here, now it's good. And so, and you see all throughout the Bible, um, and especially during the gospels, like Jesus going to women, you know, like he was always going to them and speaking directly to the wounds that they specifically had. But um, I'm going to be, I want to be really direct here and say that Mark 12, 29 through 31, you know, Jesus's number one commandment is to love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. And the second one that he says is, is second is that you need to love others as you love yourself. Mm -hmm. You can't love God with all your soul and all your strength, nor um, love others well if you don't love yourself. And mm -hmm. that that main piece needs to be filled by God because he's the one who made you. And so you can't get your affirmation from either a relationship or people's approval of you. It will it's an it's a bucket that can't be filled by humans. Um, only God can do that. And it's kind of like that airplane analogy. You know, like you need to put on your oxygen mask first before you help somebody else because you might just pass out like you actually <laughs> take care of yourself. So, um, so Mark 12, 29 through 31, I think, you know, he doesn't say it specifically to woman or man, but he's this is, these are Jesus's words that he says, these are the most important things mm -hmm. that you can do. And so you can't do either of those well 
when you're looking to other people to be the thing that fills you up, you have to go to God and that's between you and God. Nobody else can do that for you. And you can't love others. Well, you might think so if in codependency, you might be showing up really well for others and struggle with showing up for yourself. And that's exactly what codependency is. So if you're actually good at meeting other people's needs, but not your own, that's a kind of a sign. And then um, Jeremiah 1.5, like before the foundation, foundations of the earth, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. So like he's speaking directly, like this direct relationship that he wants with you and that he has with you. And he longs to have that one-on-one um, and that he, he just longs for that heart of a father that would want to spend time with a daughter. Like if I think about spending time with my kids, like there's nothing else I'd rather do. I don't need them to do anything. I don't need them to be a certain way. Just come be with me. And so I just know that that's God's heart for us. Mm-hmm. And so those are the two in terms of biblical scriptures. Those are like the two that I think are just so powerful. Those are uh, perfect, perfect scriptures that really get to, like you said, the heart of God for his girls, for his kids, his men, his women, his daughters, his sons. Oh my goodness. Well, this is so good. And I know we could do like week long series on, um, who God made us to be and how that plays out in serving others mm-hmm. and even um, to the extreme of the codependency struggle. But I so appreciate you, Marissa, coming on and sharing mm-hmm. a little bit about what you've learned through your journey and where can people find you if they want to find out more about what you do, your coaching, um, your ministry, all that good stuff. Yeah. So on all of the social media platforms, you can find Soul Prosper. Um it's just at Soul Prosper on Instagram. And then uh, the same on Facebook. We do events for women, kind of like workshops. And then I do one-on-one coaching with women. So just find Soul Prosper. Also, our website is BelovedIPray.com because all the work we do is based off of 3 John 1, 2 or 2, 1. I, I get it mixed up sometimes. <laughs> I'm not perfect. And I haven't even memorized the scripture my ministry is based on. Okay. It's all good. <laughs> um, beloved, I pray above all things that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. So we teach and coach all along that premise of people renewing their mind their will and their emotions. So mm, I love it so much. It's one of my one of my favorite verses. Um, well, thank you again, Marissa, for coming here and for y'all watching or listening whenever you get your hands on this, however mm-hmm. you do. Um, I just pray that the Lord would speak to your heart, that you yes. would know how he's made you, um, that you're fearfully and wonderfully made, that his gifts and callings are irrevocable, that he has a plan and purpose for your life. And mm-hmm. um, we will be back next week. And thank you so much for being here today. Well, friends, thank you for joining us today on All The Things TV video podcast. If you enjoyed our time together and are taking away a nugget that has inspired your soul and success, would you share this episode with a loved one who could use it too? And if you haven't already, take a moment to rate and review the podcast and help me spread soul care and dream care. Until next time, I'm Tiffany Jo Baker, a three-time surrogate and strategizer who loves to help you birth your God-given dreams. Now go do all the things you've been called and created to do with the grace and gifts God has given you.